Hey everybody, welcome back to the Jesse Nyberg podcast. Today I have on Yolanda, talented designer from Singapore. Excited to talk to her. She does a ton of cool stuff on Instagram. So how are you doing? Um, yeah, it's pretty good so far. Like I just woke up, wash up, um, get a bit of like Mika and like grab a tea. Like yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what kind of stuff have you kind of been up to lately? I've I've been seeing you post uh, some of your stuff on Instagram, but anything else here you've been up to? Um, honestly, it's just been like a lot of clients work. Mm-hmm. Not really a lot too, but I've just been like resting for a while. Like I graduated like a few months back. So mm-hmm. right now I'm just working a bit, resting, clean up around the house. Um, yeah. I've been trying to get into like having a full-time job. So right. yeah, that's it. Yeah. I was probably getting pretty uh, hectic towards the end of the school year, right? You got to kind of take this time now to relax a little bit, re- recharge. I mean, yeah. Tr- like During the last semester, I don't, I don't think it's just me, but I look around and I look at all my classmates and we were all like pretty burnt out towards the end. Like, yeah, I feel like a lot of our works were kind of like, I don't know. Like, I felt like a lot of us could have done better. Maybe mm-hmm. it's because of, of the pandemic as well, but yeah. What school did you go to? I went to um one of like our local art school. Mm-hmm. Um, we only have like two in Singapore. So Jasmine actually went to the other one. So mm-hmm. I went to like this, uh, the other one. We are, we are like few streets away from each other. So yeah. I studied like visual communication over there. Yeah. Yeah. I was talking, when I was talking with Jasmine, I was curious because after talking to people from so many different areas and she kind of told me her thoughts roughly, but how do you kind of feel about the design industry in Singapore? Um, I feel like honestly I have a re- I feel like I haven't really experienced like the design ish- industry itself. Mm-hmm. Um I know a few design studios and I've looked at their work. They are all pretty amazing. But yeah, I I don't know. Maybe it's because I've never really like worked with them or anything. I'm just like you know here doing my own thing and yeah. but I think yeah, I think they are doing pretty okay. Yeah, because you've just been pretty much besides your schoolwork, uh, kind of on your own, freelancing and, and doing stuff online and everything, right? I mean, yeah, I've just pretty much been on my own. I don't really know many other like Singaporean designers and so on, other than like my teachers or people I've met online, my friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What's your um, kind of background as a designer yourself? How'd you kind of get into this stuff? I think um, I've always been interested in art as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just like not usually just painting and stuff. Right. Um, yeah, it just and then I went on to secondary school and yeah, it's still painting. Like I was very interested in watercolor painting and like more traditional forms of art. I didn't even know like um graphic design was a thing until 
few like right before I joined design school, mm-hmm. I was just like, so I went to like a junior college. Um, mm-hmm. I was like planning to you know, go to the usual path, like go to a junior college, take my A levels, and then go to a university. But then like, yeah. one week in, I was like, yeah, this is not working out. Like I I don't <laughs> want to study for another two years of like math and science. So I was like, right. I need to like go somewhere else. So yeah, so I started like researching like art schools and that's where I actually found out about graphic design. So I was like, yeah, I think I could work with this. So I just applied mm-hmm. and I got in. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people, especially designers that have went to college or university, they don't really know like most people don't really know a lot about it before they get into like the actual school. Like it's kind of, some people don't even know like what, what graphic design is or like what it, that if it's even a job, you know, like you think just like, like when I was first starting, I thought, Oh, graphic design, like all they do is just make logos and posters or something and that's it, you know? And then you get into it and there's so many different options. You could do web design, you know, UI poster stuff, art and like, with the internet, I feel like it's also changed a lot because not only are there designers, but a lot of designers now are kind of just like digital artists. Like they're just making their money off of their own personal work and they don't even have to take on a lot of clients and things like that. And yeah, it's exactly what you say. Like I remember like few months before I even like joined like when like study graphic design, I was like so worried. I was just asking my friends, will I have a job after I graduate? Like I'm so scared that I won't find a job. I was like, oh my god, like what if like my life is ruined after I went to design school and so on? It's like I totally have like no knowledge of it or whatsoever. And now like mm-hmm. I look at people who were my age back then, like seventeen, and they are all like a lot of them are doing so well. They are so talented. I was like, good for you guys. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, What, um, I'm curious because I know you said you went to school and the stuff that you do on your Instagram, I think it's super fun style and it's very like experimental, but it's also very inviting and kind of like accessible at the same time. I think that a lot of the stuff that you do is very relatable, especially with the stuff you write. And I was curious, kind of, what inspired you to kind of start messing with those different styles in the first place that you post online? Okay, I don't know. Like, first for a while, I wanted. I'm not someone that is very good with words. Um, I have I have very hard time like expressing myself to other people about my feelings and so on. And I thought I could do it like through like visually through art or design. So yeah. I wanted to start a page where I could do so. Before that, it was just, like, illustration, I think. Like, I didn't even post, like, the first illustration I did on my page. I deleted them afterwards. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, afterwards, I actually got into, like, the graphic design community. When I was, like, researching on hashtag, I was like, wow, there are, like, a lot of other people doing, like, this cool stuff. So, I was like, I kind of want to be like them. So, I started, like, you know, um, as like really like take this chance to experiment mm-hmm. like different styles and also at the same time try to express myself like my emotions and stuff like that yeah yeah that's cool because not only 
are you, you know, creating these super cool pieces of art that people can have as their wallpaper or print or just even just enjoy like digitally you're at, you found a way to, you know, express like your thoughts and, and stuff like, cause you were saying, you know, sometimes you had uh, trouble with that. And I feel like I've been the same way in the past and it's cool that you really found like a specific outlet for it, you know, like it's really, it seemed to have worked out. And I think, so it's like a lot of, um, a lot of the things that you see in your posts, they're pretty much like from your own experiences or your own thoughts and things. I would say like more than half of it is like my mm-hmm. thoughts and feelings. Like sometimes like I'm not good with words. So sometimes like it may be something I see on the internet on my things that my friend has said to me and they yeah. just phrase it like super well. So I'll just mm-hmm. try to use it and as an inspiration and try to recreate like visually. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Cause the, the, um, what do you call it? Like the motto or whatever, the feelings made visual. I feel like that really is kind of what your whole page is. It's kind of just one big project. I look at it titled as feelings made visual, you know, because even though all these things you do are very different in terms of like color palettes and typography and style, they all kind of have like that one thread of just like the feelings coming from stuff you found or stuff that you felt and I think it's cool how it all kind of, you know, comes together. And I was, I was curious, um, do a lot of people contact you with like, like saying that they kind of relate to a lot of this stuff that you're posting? I think there was a period of time. There were people coming like messaging me and mm-hmm. telling me they relate to me. Like, like in fact, like yesterday I, did a post and at the end of the post I wrote this like kind of like a journal entry kind of thing yeah. um, and immediately like few seconds like one of my friend just like internet like designer friend like he messaged me he was like yeah I, I totally understand what you meant and we just talked about it yeah so it's nice to understand that there are other people outside like in this world like know how I feel it's very mm-hmm. comforting in a sense. Yeah. yeah. What um what kind of stuff are you doing like with clients and outside of the Instagram page? Like what kind of work have you ha- do you kind of work on often? Um so far I've done mostly just merchandise and album mm-hmm. design, occasionally like some social media posts for them. But yeah, so it's mostly like this. I, yeah. Do people, uh, the people that come to you for like merchandise and album art and things, do they kind of come to you looking for this specific style of stuff that you're doing on there? Or do you, do you kind of work in a, a different style when you're working with clients? Um, usually they come to me because of my the different style I have on my page. So they would just like go to like different posts and screenshot that and say, yeah, I like, like this item to be in this style and this item in this another style. So it's mm-hmm. quite interesting because I, I think I have quite a few different styles, even things like from way back, like a few months ago, which I don't really like do them anymore, but people yeah. will still like screen, 
screenshot them and send it to me. Yeah, I want them like in this style. So, yeah. Yeah, when I spoke with um, Jasmine, I felt like she had a lot of similar um, thoughts in that like same thing where a lot of the stuff that she used to do, she feels like the clients come to her for a lot of the old stuff. And then half the time, like some stuff you do from like so far long ago, it's like you're not even really, I don't know, like messing with that kind of stuff anymore, you know, and you're trying to bring the current stuff out more with clients and whatnot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, what What's kind of like uh, some of your process like with a lot of this different stuff that you do? On Instagram, can you kind of walk me through some of that? Um, my process. Sometimes it's just like uh, I think most of them started off from my notes, like iPhone notes. Like sometimes, like in the middle of the day, I'll feel certain days, or like at night, I'll just like type them real quick in my phone. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, so that's how it usually started. Usually, I. That's one of the ways it started. And sometimes it's just like, I don't know, like an experience or songs that I really like and I want to recreate it visually. Mm-hmm. And then I don't have the habit of like sketching before I design. Usually I just like hate into like the design itself and like the like illustrator and so on and just like start working on it straight, which I don't think it's a good habit to have. Like, it's always best to sketch because I find that that one or two times when I sketch before I design, it's like so much easier and better. But yeah, yeah. Then afterwards, it's just like a lot of like experimenting, like here and there. And sometimes, like I complete, I will like completely hate it and just like scratch it off and like do something else at the last second. Yeah. Yeah, are you using uh, Photoshop and Illustrator a lot, or both? Yeah, I mostly use Illustrator and Photoshop. Um, I, I think, like, Illustrator do mostly, like, the bulk of it, and I leave all the um, texturing and so on on Photoshop, yeah. So a lot of the, like, um, typography and shape and different, like, like, the composition and everything you're doing in an illustrator and then you're leaving kind of like the finishing touches for photoshop um yeah that's what i do i feel like i don't know i feel i after a while i feel very weird to use photoshop to do like i don't know the main composition and all like i'm not used to using photoshop for that in a way like sometimes when i use the shape tool in photoshop like this feels weird like Mm-hmm. I don't like using the shape tool on Photoshop. I need to go to Illustrator to do it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, I feel like it's weird too because a lot of the tools, even the similar ones that are in both the programs, they kind of just have like a different feeling to them and they, they work a little bit differently, even if it's like, you know, how the anchor points are or like some of the hotkeys. Yeah. And I just kind of wish everything was almost exactly the same. Obviously, it can't be identical because they do different stuff but Mm -hmm. like I remember for a while they kept changing the way where when you resize stuff like sometimes you would have to hold shift and sometimes you wouldn't have to hold shift and like it got really annoying trying to figure out which like which way it was and half the time it it would be the opposite of whatever you were thinking Mm -hmm. exactly like it was like very very I don't know it's I feel like 
there's no consistency believe like all the other we software sometimes like even the commands are different in photoshop and illustrator sometimes and i think like few weeks back like they updated illustrator Mm-hmm. To have this where you can rotate the screen or like artboard and thing. Oh yeah, and yeah. I, yeah, and I kept accidentally like rotating everything and all, and I hated it so much. I just uninstalled that version and download back the old version. I was like, yeah, I'm so yeah. sick of this. Yeah. Yeah, I saw some people in, uh, talking about that in Discord. They were saying like these people were just like, how do I rotate the how do I rotate an illustrator again? Because everyone kept getting their shit like turned to the side and it was stuck like that. Yeah. They're trying to figure out how to get it back. I just turned off all the auto like updates in the creative cloud because like if there's anything I want, mm-hmm. I'll go in and update it, you know. But if it's just like some small things that I don't really use, I'd rather it just stay the same, you know. I mean, yeah, that's usually what I do. I turn it off, but sometimes I'll be like, I want to see what cool stuff they have. And mm-hmm. I don't really read like their patch notes or whatsoever. I just download them and I'll see how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. What well, are you working on any um, client projects right now that you could talk about or anything that you've completed recently? Um, recently, I'm currently working on like few t-shirt designs for different mm-hmm. brands. Like they're both Australian brands. So, Oh, yeah, cool. yeah, they're very cool. So they're all about like sustainable fashion. I think like very circular and all. And I recently finished one where I did some like poster artwork and social media posts for this musician. Yeah, mm. they recently re- released their music, so they are pretty cool. And Who, what was the musician? Um, they recently rebranded themselves. It's like a small indie group. Oh. Uh, it's called Good Reason, like with mm-hmm. R, Zach, and yeah. So their music are pretty cool. And yeah, these are pretty much I've been working on currently. And I will like also, I haven't really been opening up commission and stuff because I really wanted to work on my portfolio and finding a full-time job so yeah yeah I've just been working on the same clients for like a very long period of time yeah yeah that makes sense what kind of um what kind of job are you trying to get like what what would you want to do as a full-time like what kind of design position I was hoping to get a job at an agency mm-hmm. yeah like a design agency or an ad advertising agency i'm pretty flexible with whatever jobs um so i for a while i was just searching like roles such as like junior graphic designer or junior mm-hmm. art director and yeah i just really want to work at a place where i can interact with like different brands and also try out different projects instead of just like one brand itself. Yeah. 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 I feel like I think it's very important in a way for especially a lot of younger designers. Cause I remember 
there's like tons of designers now that I feel like are capable of freelancing right away and just kind of making a living because they've already built this maybe presence online or they have a very unique style or they sell a lot of art and prints, whatever it may be. But after I graduated, I realized like I didn't know that that much. Like once I worked at a few different um, actual like full time positions, I learned so much more than I ever learned just in college, you know, even working at jobs for like two, three years is very like it's very useful. And I think everyone should work somewhere at least like a little bit after college or university because, you know, sometimes like even just talking with the other employees, you know, and the other designers, it's Mm -hmm. very helpful. And yeah, it it is. I only did one internship so far and I learned quite a few things from that. It was a very short three months um internship. And yeah, I really just want to get into a full time job because I feel like I still have so much to learn about this industry and some of these things which I don't think I can learn through freelancing. And yeah, this like pros and cons to each like for freelancing I learned how to talk to clients myself which can be kind of scary and mm-hmm. pricing and whatsoever what kind of like what's your process of when you're talking with clients do you usually have calls or do you usually just stick everything to email and kind of go from there I try to have call with them at least once to mm-hmm. kind of gauge of what they really want and so on but usually it's just um, through emails and yeah, it's mostly through emails. Yeah, it's usually on the first time when we talk, I will suggest a call and yeah. Yeah, I feel like sometimes it's hard to like really understand what the project is without getting on a call, you know? The call usually helps clear up a lot of things that were just written down, whether it's in like messages or emails. Yeah, and also when you call, then you kind of understand better. There's like some sort of like trust starting to build between the two of you guys. Mm -hmm. So I think that also like helps to move the project forward a lot. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. What, what's some of like the, what's your favorite project that you've worked on, client project outside of just the stuff you're doing on Instagram and things? Um, I think, like, my favorite one is usually, like, T-shirts design. Yeah. Like, so far, all the clients I had for, like, T-shirts design, like, for their business and all, they, they all have been, like, been pretty chill and open to whatsoever I have, like, whatsoever mm-hmm. idea that I have. And they're very flexible. Yeah. Yeah. How long have you been freelancing, like, ever since you've been in school or just like the past year or what? I only started freelancing when like last year when I started my page, that mm-hmm. that's where I got like freelancing and commissions from like people. And I think I got a lot more when I was just few months back when my page started to like blow up a little bit again. Mm -hmm. So I started getting a few more requests. Yeah. So I've just been freelancing since I graduated so far. I've just, you know, kind of like 
pay the bills a little bit here and there. Yeah. Yeah. And most of your clients, I'm guessing, come through Instagram, right? Since you've kind of, your page has blown up quite a bit on there. So I'm guessing you start getting a lot more commissions and stuff. Yeah, I, most of them usually come from my Instagram page. But I don't think I got a lot of like commission though, because I I don't know. I think usually people just come to my page because they just relate to how I feel and so on. They don't mm-hmm. really. I don't think most of them also know like I'm taking commission and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, your page is kind of catered to. It seems like people who more just want to like appreciate art and like kind of like the design and how and relate to the messages. And I feel like. It's kind of reminiscent for me of like a lot of the old stuff that people would really like on like Tumblr and stuff, you know, because people would just come to it for like the the vibes pretty much rather than like they're not looking to hire a designer or whatever. Yeah, I think so too. It's quite, yeah, because a lot of my clients that come to look for me, a lot of them also have a similar message as to, like to me, like. They mm-hmm. want to do things that are related to like feelings or emotions for their brands or their album. So, yeah. So I guess on that part, we are kind of on the same wavelength. Yeah. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, do you have any, I feel like your work translates well to like prints and different things that people would want to have with them. And I saw you've done a, a few things with um like the different collaborations and stuff, but do you have any plans for releasing any more prints or anything like that upcoming? I think for prints, not really at the moment, but I know I tried to doing, I tried doing prints like a few months back when I was in school and all, and it was just kind of chaotic. Like I was like managing my school projects and at the same time, I was trying to like research on how do I mail this out and where do I find like a good printer in Singapore because I want to try like you no know, ship it like print it myself and ship it from Singapore instead of like finding some third party um platform to sell it. Yeah. Yeah. So. So that was like few months back, and so far I haven't really. Like, I thought about it, but I haven't really, like, get to, you know, like, work on it yet. Maybe, like, in a month or two, when I, when I, like, yeah, when I feel a bit, when I'm done with, like, all the clients' work, I'll probably, like, start planning around it again, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I feel like it's it's also very, like, when you're doing stuff from different countries and trying to ship to different continents, like it can get so expensive that it becomes like you either barely make any money or you have to charge the customer like so much just to get it over there, you know? Yeah, it's sometimes like I also kind of like worry about the shipping fee. I was like, what if like no one wants to buy it just because of the shipping fee? It's like mm-hmm. $8, $10, like do do they really even want to buy the print anymore with that shipping fee? Like, I think like a few months back when I did it, I did it on like big cartel and everything. 
I actually forgot to turn on the shipping thing, like the shipping fee. <laughs> so it was like yeah. free shipping for a while, and I didn't know how to tell them like it wasn't really free shipping. So I just have to like cover it up with like the the losses with the shipping and all. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I've noticed like there's something about the psychology of like paying for shipping too that people don't like. Like if I uh, if I'm selling a twenty dollar print or a twenty eight dollar print, I feel like someone would rather buy that than buy a twenty dollar print with eight dollar shipping. Just because when you get to the shipping, like you you already think you're paying this much, and then you get to the shipping screen mm-hmm. and you're kind of like, oh, I don't know if I want to do do that eight bucks or whatever it may be. Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, it's just the psychology behind it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any kind of plans upcoming for the stuff you're doing on Instagram? Are you just kind of going to continue to keep up this like consistent style of like the feelings made visual stuff? Or do you have any other plans for it? Um, Currently, I'm working on something. Yeah, like I have. Yeah, I'm just currently working on designing a few, like, products, which may uh-huh. be released, like, ne- hopefully next month or so. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, I'm planning to continue my Instagram page for a while until, at least until I find a job. Because I don't, I don't have much to do also these days. I'm just, and it's a good outlet for me to, like, express myself. Because honestly, like when like I'm at home most of the time, so it's I don't know, like alone with my thoughts. So it can be kind of scary. So I just like yeah, I need to like distract myself. So the pitch mm-hmm. is how how I distract myself. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's good that like you know whether the things are bad or or negative or like if you're feeling anything, I guess just not positive sometimes like I feel like as long as you have an outlet or something to like get that energy and put it into it 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 can really help because if you're just like sitting there and then that stuff just that's all you think about is just something that is just going to start to like overtake your mind you know and you'll just be sitting there thinking about that instead of like you've obviously took it into like a positive thing like even if some of the messages are like kind of somber or whatever the fact that you've been able to move it into like beautiful art is like a good thing. Cause other than that, you'd just be sitting there with those thoughts and no cool pictures to, to, to make from it, you know? I mean, yeah, in a way it's kind of, kind of also like a diary. Like, so that's yeah. how I look back at it. I'll be like, Oh, so this was what I was feeling like a few months back. Yeah. I can't mm-hmm. remember it anymore. Or like, when I had like some like little crushes that I had on other people, I'll like put it out on my wall. Like, yeah, I don't remember liking them anymore. So, <laughs> yeah, it's a very weird feeling. Yeah, and I, I I feel like it's weird when I've been trying to write a little bit more, like just journal mm-hmm. and things like how I'm feeling because, yeah, like you remember big times of your life and like chunks of like how you were feeling maybe like this year or this month, but. Unless you write it down, like you don't really remember each individual day how you were feeling. And it's kind of crazy to look back and read stuff from like even a month ago. And I'm like, oh, damn, I didn't even remember I was feeling that way. You know, it's pretty it's like it's very fun to look back at it in a way. Yeah, 
it is and I know it's good it's a good way to like rationalize all your thoughts and everything and truly understand mm-hmm. like oh I'm feeling this way because of you know whatsoever reason and yeah yeah like sometimes like I don't know when I want to pull a toll out there or something I worry that it might be too depressing or negative mm-hmm. and I was like yeah, do I really want to put this up on my page? Like, that's like my current worry. Because a lot of, like, I have, like, these little notes on my iPhone. I was like, yeah, I think I could, like, translate this, like, really nicely visually. But mm-hmm. what if it's, like, too depressing and all? And I and I don't really want, like, too much negative energy, like, on my page and so on. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like there's a fine line between, like, something being like real and like something someone could connect with and like if it's too sad maybe you're just gonna have to make the the picture even prettier Mm -hmm. you know to mask (laughs) the sad message to disguise it (laughs) i mean yeah i think that's what i've been doing for the past few months like oh i'll just try to make the words like really really vague and Mm -hmm. i know it might look like i'm trying to be like fake did or like trying to be like inspirational and all but sometimes I just I don't know I don't really want to like share like my entire feelings out in a way like mm-hmm. yeah it can be kind of scary and I don't want it to be like too negative or depressing so I'll try to like make it as vague as possible yeah mm-hmm. yeah and I feel like people people really like like vague and like small messages that they can connect with because it seems like out of all the different types of design I see on the internet, this is the kind of stuff that people reshare the most, like non-design people. Like they're always, I always see your work and work that's similar to yours, like on people's stories. Cause they're just like, maybe they're feeling that way that day, you know, or they're connecting with the message. I mean, yeah. Like when things are vague, I think people can relate it to like different kind of things, like mm-hmm. even things, experiences that you never even thought of. Like, so that's when I scroll through Instagram and I'll see, like, a very, very vague quote with just four words. And I just wonder, like, are these people going through the same thing as me? Like, they just don't want to share. So they try to make it as vague as possible. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you were mentioning how you're like, oh, I'm doing this page until I get a job or if I get into this agency or, or whatever it may be. But do you plan on stopping once you get the job or are you going to continue this? Um, I don't plan on stopping. Like, I want to continue like as far as long as I can. Mm-hmm. But based on my past experience like, of like doing the Instagram page while I was in school, like I have to give up like one of them for a period of time just to like so that I can focus yeah. on the other one. Yeah. So I I hope to continue it, but there probably there might be a there might be a time where I I have to just like no start working on it yeah yeah i find that like you know you only like people only have bandwidth to put so much work into so many things like sometimes i feel like i'm just doing so many different things at once that one of them is bound to like not get enough attention and kind of become not as good as it should be you got to really like you know distribute your energy in an efficient way or else something could just slip through the cracks pretty easily. Um, I mean, yeah. So 
I think like even back in school, there was a few times I just realized, and I was just questioning myself, like, am I putting more effort in on my Instagram page than mm-hmm. my school work? Yeah, so I was just questioning myself, and I don't know. I just have more fun when I was doing the Instagram, the whole Instagram thing, compared to like yeah. doing my actual school stuff. It was fun, but yeah, but I still need my grades. So right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I found that like I've talked about this on like a few podcasts ago with um that it's not out yet, but it will have been out by the time this one comes out. And we were talking about how it seems like the college students that are, are like university students that are like on their last few years or had just graduated. Those are the people that are so active on Instagram and they're posting all this stuff and they really blow up. And then it seems like a lot of them get a job or something and then you never see them again for like a few years. I I think, yeah, I think I kind of noticed that too. Like, usually I'll be like, hey, this designer is pretty cool on Instagram. And then like a few months later, they just like bleep off and I've never heard of but from them ever again, I'll be like, yeah. okay, I kind, I kind of miss their work, but no, life goes on, and yeah, I think a lot of us just have more fun on Instagram because you no, know, in school they kind of like limit limits you to what you can do, mm-hmm. or yeah, it's just a lot of constraints sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a good outlet because there's like a lot of people I went to school with. I felt like we all had the limitations of the stuff like in the mm-hmm. coursework and the classes, but some of them wouldn't, they wouldn't do Instagram or they wouldn't do, you know, client projects or personal art. And I felt like mm-hmm. they really like hindered their, or like, uh, I guess limited their abilities because they weren't experimenting, you know, all they were doing was the coursework. And then it's like, if everyone's just doing the same thing, it's kind of boring, you know? Yeah, it's exactly what you say. But I think like a few years back, I had one of my lecturers that, you know, he advised us like, you know, post your work on the internet, like whether it's on Instagram or whatsoever, just post it and make like yeah. connections and friends. And back then I was just like, I have no idea what you're talking about. That sounds like a lot of work and I don't really want to do that. But yeah, I did it anyway. And it's exactly what he said. It's it's fun making friends with other people and understanding what they are going through. Seem there is like similar to yours. Yeah. 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 It's, it's just crazy too, because especially with, with COVID, like I felt like the community online and like Instagram and Twitter and discord and all this, it didn't really exist as much as it does now. Like until like the last few years, everyone became like, like we couldn't go outside and everyone was like, all right, well, I guess our friends have to be on the internet, you know, because <laughs> it's the only place to go at that point. Like, yeah, I feel like I've met a lot of, I've met a lot of people during the past year, during the pandemic. There was like a period of time when you were just stuck at home and like mm-hmm. the laptop is the only thing I could like look forward to every day. And you just start making friends yeah yeah for sure i'm glad that too like i'm glad that everything's been opening up a little bit over here where i'm at and things have been feeling Mm -hmm. a lot more normal but the good thing is that i still feel like the people i've met online and the stuff that's been going on has still kind of continued which is good i was afraid that you know people were gonna 
they're going to open shit and people were just going to go on with their lives and kind of stop doing whatever they were doing on the internet. And like, I'm glad to see people still, you know, making their videos or streaming mm-hmm. or making their art or designing. I'm glad that it kept going on, you know, and it wasn't just like a COVID project or anything like that. I think COVID just gave us like a chance to you know, try different things, like things that we could probably like never try if I don't, if we didn't have like such a long break or mm-hmm. being stuck at home all the time. And then we just end up liking doing, like we end up liking it and we just like continue it. Yeah. Yeah. What kind of stuff do you do outside of like when you're not designing? What kind of stuff do you do to kind of keep busy and? Do you have any hobbies or anything like that? Um, before that, like, before that, like, few months back, I was super into baking. So I would bake, mm-hmm. like, almost every other week and try different stuff. And nice. then, I, yeah, and then I start gaining weight. I was like, yeah, this needs to stop. Like, I'm not going to bake for a while. So right now, I'm, I'm trying to get into crocheting. And I also, oh, cool. I've been reading a lot more yeah yeah that's good it's good that it's like non-screen things that you listed because i found that a lot of designers and and people that work online like that they'll tell me their hobby is just some other shit on a screen you know they're like oh i like watching this or i like playing video games or i like uh you know like i love that stuff too but it's really good to have something that's like analog you know some like crocheting or baking like just something that's away from technology to kind of give you like a little reset and ground you. I mean, yeah, it's, yeah, it's a lot. I think it helps to take like the screen time off you a bit. It's good to mm-hmm. do that. And I mean, even though sometimes when I crochet, I will have like, I'll play Netflix in the background, but I have no yeah, idea yeah, or, like, yeah. what's going on. I'll just like continue crocheting. I'll be like, yeah, this is this is interesting. Okay. Yeah, like, some I feel like I feel noise. a bit Yeah, I feel a, a bit more productive when I'm off the screen. Like, uh-huh. like sometimes when I spend my time watching like Netflix or any other movies, I'll be like, this feels like I'm wasting my time away. But when yeah. I do something more and a lot of like, yeah, I'm pretty productive today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I, I feel that way too. Sometimes like Sometimes though I feel that way too much like like uh like I could never just relax, you know? Like mm-hmm. I'll be watching something and I'm like, "No, no, I got to start working or I got to work on this or I got to finish this, I got to edit this." And I'll just like Yeah, yeah. You got to really like it's important to just kind of get in the mindset of like, "All right, you need to relax right now." You know, like this is a a chill time. It's okay to watch a show. It's okay to crochet whatever cuz it's easy, especially with um not going into an office anymore, like actually working from home, it gets hard to separate like work and not work, you know, mm-hmm. if you're in the same like room the whole time. Yeah, like for me, everything is so blurred all, all of the time. Um, mm-hmm. Like all my hobbies, my work, like I'll work for like two, three hours. I'll be like, yeah, I'm going to like, I don't know, watch a Netflix watch an episode or something and then I'll go back to work and it just feels like I'm working the entire day because I don't just sit down 
and work on it for eight hours straight, I would right. take like lots of breaks and do like other things in between. So, yeah. Yeah, I, f- I do that too. And sometimes it feels like, yeah, you're kind of doing stuff the whole day rather than having like set hours to work in. I try to not get too crazy with it though. I try to not work super late because sometimes mm-hmm. when I work super late, I I feel like I'm just like, you, once you finally like finish, you're like, damn, like I did not do a single thing today besides work on stuff and it could get a little bit stressful, you know? Yeah, right. Sometimes I would procrastinate on my work mm-hmm. and I'll just like do it like a few hours right before I sleep and I'll be like, yeah, I need to do, I don't know, it feels kind of tiring. I'll be like, why did I do it at the last minute, like right before mm-hmm. I sleep? And then it will just be carried on to the next day and I'll have like more works to do. Yeah, it's, it's very hard to like, I don't know, to like, you know, organize my stuff when I'm at yeah. home. Yeah, yeah, I get that. But I'm glad that, you know, us even all this stuff that we're kind of saying complaining about working from home and whatnot i'm kind of glad that that has happened uh that i'm glad that people have figured it out you know and kind of done their own thing working from home like without without the internet and working from home i don't know if you would have posted all this cool stuff online for everyone to see you know and all this all these Mm -hmm. like ways for you to kind of get your feelings out there and hopefully they resonate with other people and I'm excited to see what you continue doing with it. So I'm looking forward to following your page longer. Yeah, thank you. Um, yeah, I think I'm just going to try to like have it like and continue it for a period, for as long as I can mm-hmm. until I don't, maybe one day I'm like sick and tired of it or I find some other outlets to like express myself. But till then... Yeah, I'll, I'll just like keep on doing whatever I'm doing right now. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. And uh, that's all the kind of questions I had for you. But if you guys want to hear a little bit more with Yolanda, you can go over to the Patreon. We're going to do a Q&A with some stuff that people submitted. And is there any uh, other place people can find you? I know on Instagram, Yolanda.pdf. Go check that out. But is there anywhere else you want to direct people to? Um, no. Just my Instagram page. I don't have anything else at the moment. Yeah. Okay, cool. All right, well, thank you again for coming on. It was a great little chat, and we'll get over to the Patreon stuff right now. Okay, cool. Thank you. All right, thank you, everybody.